Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 11 to 1 on LMFM. How do you take care of a hairless dog? What happens if a tarantula loses its leg? And how do you groom a chicken? Just some of the questions you'll find answered on Pathy, a new six-part series starting tonight. Welcoming Gail Gorey and their pets from the four provinces. Presenter Tessa Fleming is joined by vet Ellen Hegarty, groomer Paul O'Gallagher and behaviourist Paula Doohan at the Ark Farm in Newtown Nards in County Down. So the experts have a packed roster of cases to solve from tackling a naughty goat to taking care of a one-eyed hamster. These experts have seen it all. I'm delighted to be joined now on the line by expert vet Ellen Hegarty from Pathy. How are you doing, Ellen? I'm good, Sinead. How are you? I am great. I got to see a sneak peek of this last night. Can I just ask you, first of all, what is the Irish for cute? Because that's exactly what this show is about. Cute animals, misbehaving, some of them you just want to cuddle. It's just gorgeous. Gloisa. <laughs> How do Lovely you say it, sir? Gloisa. Oh, yeah. that is a great word for it. That is a great word. It really is. Um, but tell me about this series because it's uh, running over six episodes. As I mentioned, the first one starts tonight. You have a whole range of different animals here, don't you? Yep, absolutely. From the tiniest little creatures like like the spider, all the way up to um, goats and horses, so and ponies, and it's just yeah, it's magic. It's magical. It really is. Now, as I mentioned, I had a little look at last night's episode or tonight's episode, and it's brilliant. You have everything from the most majestic Irish wolfhound to a really naughty goat. Yeah, Tell Cara. me about Sir Lancelot now, because he would have freaked me out now a little bit. <laughs> Sir Lancelot, oh my God, have you ever heard of that song on Pucker Builla? <laughs> so he was a Pucker Builla. He was a, a, a he was a bit of a cranky goat now. So he didn't like people he didn't know. So and um, he's down at my lovely horse animal rescue. Have you heard of my lovely horse? I it's have. It's work. lovely. Yes. Yeah. So he was down there and um, so when volunteers went in to meet or to help, you know, he, and they would go in to, to, to do some work with the goats and feed the goats, Lancelot would put the put the head down and um, go for them. Oh, God. And yeah, so they were trying to figure out how does one, how you know, how can we cope with 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 a, a goat that, that just doesn't want to, uh, doesn't want to really meet new people. So, um, so yeah, so I was giving Owen, um, the, Sir Lancelot's minder, who Sir Lancelot loves, um, I was giving him some advice on how you deal with, you know, with bad behaved bad yes. goats. And like, would you, goats aside, but would you have come across a lot of naughty animals now in your line of work, Ellen? 
In my lifetime, goodness. Um, Astrid, they all, you know, they, some will have a little twinkle in their eye and then some will just be, be frightened, do you yeah. know? And like, um, I'd be a bit like that now with the dentist. When the dentist comes at me, I tend to tense up and sometimes I've been known to... To give the dentist a bit of a slap and sure look, it's, it's the same thing when a dog or a cat comes into us and they don't know what's going on. Um, sometimes they're just like, listen, I, I just want a moment here before now you start poking me. So well, this is it. And you can't blame communicating. them. Not yeah. at all. And so I, I would be very um, proactively trying to ensure that all animals would feel safe and cared for and, you know, have time to adjust when they do come in and be very, very cognizant of the fact that, you know, any time really that they show aggression, it tends to be fear-based aggression. So then it's really important for us as vets to ensure that we do everything that we possibly can to allay their fears. Absolutely. Um, And, you know, you are somebody, I think, that is, you're one of these lucky people who is working in their dream job because you wanted to be a vet from a very young age. Oh, I wanted to be like, there's a picture of me, I'd say, about two years old, barefoot outside the house at home with a toothbrush trying to brush the dog's teeth. So, you know, and oh my God, my poor mother has like, I think there was mice, we were from a farm, there was mice in the greenhouse one day. And I managed to capture some of the mice and I brought them in home. Oh my God, <laughs> I Ellen. Loose in the house. Oh, stop. Um, so, and she, yeah, so like I was always trying to, to be dragging some creature into the house, you know, and, and I would always have been completely fascinated with animals, wild animals and, and pet animals and all animals. All animals so, and yeah, all creepy crawlies because I mentioned a tarantula there in, in the opening and, you know, Look, I'm even, you know, my skin's crawling as I even say the word because, you know, I just, I'm the one now that's going to be screaming in fright when a tarantula comes out. But like, you love these and you tend to things like tarantulas in your line of work. Do I what? Do Do you tend to things like tarantulas in your line of work? So I suppose in my line of work, I would be very focused on cats and dogs Mm. and some rabbits. And this is what's amazing about Patty. It allows me to see such a range of animals. And I mean, I love them all and I'm so interested in them all. And, you know, they're all so different. And it just it gives me this amazing opportunity to work with all of these different species. So I'm 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 really blessed. You know, it's it's amazing. Um, And then it's. You know, if, if if it's you know, if there's animals that I'm not seeing like mm. in my daily work, like the cats and dogs, you know, like in veterinary, um, there's always new situations presented. So vets would constantly be learning, constantly be researching, you know, in order to be able to treat every condition that we see to the best of our ability. So I suppose it's this is a little bit like a, a super a super powered version of that when I'm yeah. seeing, you know, new species that I don't normally see. Oh yeah, yeah, I'd say so. It really is lots to learn when it comes to tarantulas and all things. Now look yeah. can we can we talk though about the one eyed hamster with the cannibalistic tendencies because <laughs> that <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. Um, it was actually not funny, but um, it's just the situation. There's this beautiful little boy called Dunnick that comes in and he describes in just in in such innocence um, the, the trauma of, of Goujon and Sean Paul, who were his two hamsters. And um, it's... Yeah, I think I think my face says it all. I think my jaw just drops <laughs> as he relays the tale of the, the the you know the miserable demise of 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 Sean Paul. 
at the um, at the at sort the of hands of Goujon. Yeah. <laughs> Goujon, um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know, I think, and again, I think that's what's lovely about Patty in that you know, so. It, it just it, it allows us then to inform people. So, for example, with Gujan and Sean Paul, there were two Syrian hamsters mm. and they should never be kept together because they're really aggressive and they actually are solitary. They're pets that should be kept in a solitary okay. manner. So that's so like you, so there's that kind of, you know, that there's like there's the kind of the inter- kind of this entertainment factor almost where you see, you know, this beautiful child telling me this story. But then, like, within that, we're able to just educate people on how to best look after their, their animals and, you know, to just adhere to best welfare practices and, and best kind of animal keeping practices as well. So, yeah, because know. it's so important, like, people wouldn't know that they weren't supposed to be kept together. But uh, I love the names of them, by the way, as well. They're fantastic names. I know, <laughs> I know. And yeah, the fact that Goujon ate Jean-Paul, <laughs> yeah, Stephen names, every, everything about that story is just... It's brilliant, it really is. Uh, But you know, you're joined by two other experts on the show. You've got groomer Paul and behaviourist Paula, who, like yourself, have to deal with the fair share of challenges as well, don't they, throughout the whole series? Yeah, yeah. Paul gives this amazing description at the beginning of the programme. Um, a lot of it revolves around poo. <laughs> <laughs> it does, it does. I didn't realise how kind of, you know, there's a lot of hazards in a, in, a, in a groomer's job. You know what I mean? You have to have a lot of patience with the dogs. There's lots of kind of, you could get nips and like like you were mentioning, you know, the dogs or cats going to the vets. You know, there's, there's this idea of uh, what's this person going to do to me? So there's a bit of that with the groomer as well, isn't there? Absolutely. And then the fact that he looks a bit like Dave Grohl as well. He so does. So there's any Foo Fighters fans yeah, in, he the, does. in the grooming room as well, he might get attacked <laughs> from that front as well. <laughs> in the first series, he had long hair and he really he really was channeling Dave Grohl. In he the first does series. really so look like him. That's hilarious. He cut, it <laughs> he cut it off for series two. And... And then you give Paula as well. So and and I think there's a lovely there's a lovely story around Cara because Cara yes. kind of travels through the whole series and and you know you, you, you she comes to kind of see us all and um, she kind of threads through the whole series and just how all of us so there are different specialities. So you see Paula initially with the behaviour which which is just. Oh, she's spoiled rotten. She's spoiled rotten, let's just say. Uh, this is the the gorgeous wolfhound. She is spoiled, and but she's beautiful. Oh my God, she's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. And, and Paula is just so funny. Like she's so, Paula just has such a great sense of humour uh, with the different yeah. stories she sees. I just, it makes me laugh. But. Oh, it's, do you know what? It is a fantastic series. I thoroughly enjoyed the first episode. Uh, definitely going to be tuned in for the rest of them. Ellen, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Oh, it was great to talk to you. And yeah, Biggie Ling and Ups. And it's, it's, you know, it's it's in Irish, but fully subtitled yes. in English. So um, yeah, we'd be delighted to, to see everyone to tune in tonight. Really, we will indeed. We popcorn out in this house anyway. We, 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 oh, listen, uh, there, with, judging from the ooing and aahing out of me from the animals, people will, you know, they will adore this. They really will. Thank you so much for joining me, Ellen. Okay, no worries. Thanks Bye. a million. Ellen Hegarty there. <laughs> Fantastic. Patty, tonight, RTE1 at 7.30pm. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.